Section 13 of Entertaining Made Easy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Entertaining Made Easy by Emily Rose Burt. Section 13. A Watermelon Frolic. When watermelons were ripe and plentiful, big pink posters cut oval with a painted border of green and black lettering on the pink startled the village with the notice of a watermelon frolic they read do you like watermelon anyway be sure to come to a watermelon party on the local fairgrounds next tuesday evening admission twenty-five cents this entitles you to see the minstrel show proceeds for the epworth league of blank church long plank tables on wooden horses were improvised for serving the watermelons which were contributed by members of the society some of the men acted as carvers of the melons, and the girls served the portions which were sold for ten cents each. The grounds were lighted with strings of electric lights in pink and green paper lanterns. Besides the main attraction, there were several booths and sideshows, arranged country fair fashion, which drew well. One was labeled the Watermelon Patch. For this, real watermelon vines had been obtained from somebody's garden and placed naturally on the ground. To the vines were tied any number of artificial melons made of green paper, stuffed with cotton wadding which concealed tiny favors. On payment of ten cents, any person had the privilege of picking a melon. The prize inside was supposed to be worth the fee. At another booth, watermelon cake was served at five cents a slice. The secret of this was that in making a plain cake, the batter had been colored with pink sugar and sprinkled with raisins. The cake was then baked in a round tin, and when sliced resembled the pink of watermelon filled with black seeds. As it was sweet corn season, and as corn is also typical of the South, there was a hot corn vendor who sold steaming ears straight from kettle to buyer. One feature of the evening was a watermelon contest among the boys. Volunteers were called for and lined up at a table. They were then supplied with large wedges of melon, and at the sound of the referee's whistle, the race began. The prize was a whole watermelon. There was also a watermelon hurdle race. The course was laid out with big watermelons, and time was kept for each hurdler. The main attraction of the evening, however, was the minstrel show. On a raised wooden platform sat the performers with blackened hands and faces. They wore grotesque garb, and each one fingered a guitar, mandolin, or banjo. First, they gave a number of well-known southern melodies, such as Old Black Joe, Swanee River, Dixie, Masses in the Cold Cold Ground. Some whistling numbers were much appreciated, and My Alabama Coon, with its humming and strumming, proved a great success. As a special item of their musical program, they sang a parody of Apple Blossom Time, called it's watermelon time in Dixie. The watermelon frolic was a great success and is recommended to any organization in town or country at watermelon time as a fun and funds producing social parody when it's watermelon time in Dixie. Footnote one. After when it's apple blossom time in Normandy. Sing with appropriate motions. Repeat when it's watermelon time in Dixieland. Footnote one. I wants to be right dare, footnote two, you see, in dat dare old melon patch to eat a batch. When it's watermelon time in Dixieland, dat's the time of de all de year when I grin, footnote three, with cheer from ear to ear, watermelon's just grand. 
Footnote 1. Sway heads and bodies. Footnote 2. Jerk thumbs backward over shoulder. Footnote 3. Grin broadly stretch hands from corner of mouth to ears. End of section 13.